Hello and welcome. It's Motivational Monday, and this Monday we have special guest from Georgia, state, not country, but the special person <laughs> with great attitude. Welcome, Dan Hovington. Hello, Dan. Hey, guys. Great to speak. Hey, we're glad to have you here, and uh, we know our listeners are going to feel better once we finish this podcast. Awesome. Well, no, I hope it will be absolutely. So I appreciate you having me. Absolutely. Well, we know you specialize on very thing that each and every one of us needs is happiness. So how do we be ha become happy? How do we realize that we're happy and keep that feeling? Because many people going through life and, you know, we have our ups and downs and the secret. What is the secret, actually? Well, I wish I could say there was one secret. I think there's multiple things. And, and really, it's knowing thyself. You know, the Greeks had a saying where they were know thyself and nothing in excess. So those were two things they sort of lived by. And that sometimes is one of the hardest things for us to do. You know, I feel, uh, and I think science has proven that we are very focused on external forces often. You know, our desire as human beings to belong is one of the the biggest desires that we have. It's one of the six human needs that Tony Robbins and Chloe Madonis and some of the other uh, experts in their field talk about. Uh, it's really love and connection, right? And so we learn from a very young age how our parents want us to act in order to get their love and affection. And they're the sort of the first role models, if you will, that we interact with. So from a from a very early age, we have primal behaviors that we are sort of encoding, right? And one of the things that I found in working with people is when you ask them, really tell me, when will you know that you're happy? You know, when will you be able to say I'm successful? And it's difficult for a lot of people to answer because they've never really thought about it quite that way. And so that's one of the most important things is to get clarity. You think about it as you're building your life and each one of each of your experiences and each of your years, each of your accomplishments, it builds on what you've done before. And so you either change your foundation, your fundamental beliefs, or you continue to build on things that are damaged in some way, that are cracked, that are unsound, sort of unsustainable, right? And that can be any any number of things that we deal with in today's world where we're talking, you know, we may be talking to friends or associates and and they have a twisted view of a certain, uh, we were talking about regions in the United States, right? They have a certain perception or they've learned a certain thing that's, that's incorrect and really out of alignment with your beliefs. So it's important that we're able to look at who we are and what our fundamental, fundamental values are, right? So that we, what's important to us? What really matters to us? So one of the things I've learned is there's, how many people are on the planet? Five billion plus. There's that many ways to live life and be happy. And until we actually understand for us what makes us happy, you can't really be successful. You know, I really truly believe that success without, without serenity, without contentment, and without being aligned to what I call your divine ideal is it's not sustainable. You know, you're going to you're going to go through a period of happiness and you're going to fall off into one of the crevices you've got left in your foundation that you haven't addressed. Right. Whatever that might be. So, from you know, I, I know that you both have probably been through these things where you've 
you set out on a path, you think that's the path you want, you get close, you achieve whatever the outcome was you desired, and then you just kind of, you're living that life for a little bit and you think, man, is this all there is? Is this, is this it? Is this really what I wanted, you know? And as a matter of fact, there's a song, I don't, I hope you, you like music, popular music, um, trying to remember the, the group now. I think it's Big Head Todd and the Monsters, okay? And they have a song um, where the, the guy talks about having this idea in his mind of this, this, this girl that he can see in the window of her, her apartment across the, uh, you know, across the alley. And every night he watches her as she gets ready to go to bed and he dreams about a life where they're married. And then later in the song, he become, they get married and it's like, is it everything you wanted? Is it everything you wanted? And I think sometimes we are looking to exterior things to make us happy. And we look at exterior accomplishments to decide if we're achieving what we should to be happy. And those things will never make you happy. And so that's, that's sort of the, the battle that we have all the time is being able to find within ourselves, what is it in life, in this life that makes me happy? And when we know that, we can pursue that. If we don't know that, we're kind of wandering around, you know, bumping into things and then looking, ex looking to people outside to say, hey, am I happy? <laughs> and, it, you know, it just doesn't make any sense, does it? So, is that no, it one question? <laughs> no, I think that's excellent. But before we came on the podcast, you were explaining to us about how you had this drive somewhere at home and something happened to you that changed your lifestyle. You mind telling our listeners that? Well, that was no. Yeah, no, I'm certainly happy to. That was one of many things I would say. Right. So uh, I think a lot of anger, at least for me, frustration and anger. And reading a lot of self-help books that were, if you think it, you can be it. You know, this idea that if you have enough of a, of a uh, passion or if you have enough intensity, you can change basically the world. You can change your reality. And it, that really dances very close to what the truth is from a neuroscience standpoint. But it doesn't capture everything that you have to do. So for me, you know, I was driving in the streets of Atlanta. This was before I moved out where I am now. I was driving in the in traffic in Atlanta and I, I but just became convinced one day I was going to have a heart attack. You know, I was going to have a stroke. Something something was going to happen that was not going to be good to me. And it all stemmed from my frustration in trying to change the traffic flow in Atlanta. And, you know, when you sit back and you think about how stupid that is, really, to try to do that, you have to dig deeper into that. And so when you look at the science behind control and the role that it plays in our emotions, when we, when we are unhappy, when we are frustrated, when we get uh, anxious and stressed, it stems from a lack of control. And the reason you have a lack of control is your focus are on things that you can't control, you know? And it's like a good example is if you're having a, a wedding and all of a sudden it comes, you know, the uh, forecast comes in, it's going to rain. The anxiety of trying, you know, I'm going to pray the rain away, right? I'm going to, I'm going to worry about this. It's going to stress me out. You know, I've got all these beautiful plans. I've got these outside, you know, the lies, ah, all of that is non, that's, that's negative. That is not productive, right? That's self-defeating. 
And the same thing was going on with me in my car driving through traffic in Atlanta. You have to realize that, that I cannot control everything. And I can't, I am limited in my ability to, to influence things. I came up with a, uh, or actually I adopted a, a uh, acronym that um, Coach Meyer, Urban Meyer used to use. And, and I mean, I know he's gone through his ups and downs these days, but for a long period of time, he was a very highly regarded college coach, mm -hmm. took Ohio State to the national championship several, several years in a row and competed for it several other years. And one of the things that he did with his team is he told them E plus R equals O. And that stands for event plus response equals outcome. The only thing you can control in that little formula is the R. Your response is the only thing you have any power to influence or control. And so you, it's, we all know the power of setting goals, right? We all know the power of having, having in our mind what we want to accomplish and where we want to go. So the outcome is incredibly powerful that we can envision the outcome that we want. But things happen in life that we have, we, we just have no control over, right? And it could be minor, minor things, especially losing it over minor things, especially damaging. <laughs> but even, ma you know, major things, you, your company might go through a, a uh, you know, a, a riff, you know, or they're, they're going to reorganize and your job gets changed and all the plans you've made. But your choice is how do I respond to that? Do I want to remain with the company? Is it time for me to look for something else? How do I respond so that I'm moving closer to the outcome I want? And so it's E plus R equals O. I try to ingrain that in everybody I work with. It's a very simple way to remind yourself, you know, I can't control that. And, and that includes people too. I find, you know, a lot of people worry about, you know, somebody at work is it returning my phone calls or, you know, in my relationship, my my wife is doing certain things or my, my significant other or my girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever it may be. They're doing certain things and I they don't they're not doing what I want them to do. Right. And you cannot control that person. You can communicate your needs. Right. And you can ask for respect of those needs. And that's the response you give. And that's all you can do. And so they're going to do things. People may yell things at you. People may be rude to you. That is not about you at all. As significant as you are in the world, you don't drive other people's problems and behaviors, right? And it's hard to it's hard to accept that and back away and understand that, you know, all I can do is be the best me I can possibly be. That's the outcome that I want, you know, to spread a little love, <clears throat> to let these people know that I, I love them, even though they're treating me badly. That's That's the outcome you want then your response needs to, to lead to that outcome, regardless of what other people do. And it's hard to, it's hard for people to accept that. Good Lord, it's hard for me to accept it. But when you, once you do, you're able to get closer to a peace and serenity, right? That, that sort of brings you at, at, to a different level in your life where you can enjoy things that do matter, right? So that's the choice I made. And one of the actions I took was to move out kind of away from traffic in Atlanta. So... <laughs> That is absolutely brilliant. And as I think in terms of the workplace or just in society in general, that's great advice about how to deal, deal with your coworkers or people who say something to you think offend you and right. taking it also personally. Yeah, it is. I, one of the things I think we do too is we, we are afraid of being honest with people. 
And you can be, again, if you're, as long as you communicate from a, from a, a position of love and respect, you know, if you, you communicate from that position, you should be able to talk about anything. And if instead what we do, instead of having the conversation, what we'll do is we'll create the scenario that we think led to this, right? We'll create, it could be with anybody. It could be family. It could be people that are friends. It could be, you know, and so, and what happens is more often than not, we are the villain somehow. We've done something wrong and they're responding to something we did. And it, we just create, it's a drama. We just build it up in our mind. Well, often if you have a, just a simple conversation, hey, I, you know, I, I get the feeling that something's going on or, you know, or if you're upset with me, please let me know. I, I apologize if I've offended you in any way or if the, whatever the whatever the opening might be just to have the conversation. I think you'll find that it's a lot less dramatic or traumatic than you've already built it up in your mind and imagined. And so, again, that's that's focus on your response. Be the best you you can be. There seems to be a misunderstanding going on. Let me get to the bottom of that so I can explain or, or whatever. I mean, I need to explain, right? So, but yeah, I think it's 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 interesting, man. Psychology to me that of human behavior is the most fascinating field that we we can get into, and we are all we're all so much more powerful than we we give ourselves credit to even experience. It's uh, and by that I mean in terms of helping ourselves and helping others live better lives. It is, it's not that complicated. It's just difficult to, to accept that we're capable of that for some reason. It's, it's, it's interesting, you know? So when you get people to do it, it's very rewarding, right? So very fulfilling. <laughs> it, it, it's great advice. So basically, if you try to summarize or simplify it somehow, uh, the biggest part of happiness sounds like just work ourselves well yeah well there it's uh, yeah i apologize i didn't quite finish it out but yes it is it's understanding who you are and what makes you happy and doing more of that right and also just again controlling your response to things if you've got a group of people you hang out with and they make you feel bad or you don't enjoy the time you spend with them stop spending time with them you can still love people you just love them from afar right there's no reason <laughs> There's no reason to subject yourself to that. If being around them somehow makes you feel less worthy or not like you're not accepted, that you don't fit in, your response to that matters. Do you continue to, you, you feel like you grovel, that's going to make you feel worse. So look, just when you're authentically who you are, when you're happy with who you are and you're kind and you're, you're good and your heart is pure, your motives are pure, people will be drawn to you. You know, you start to shine a little bit. And by doing that, you give other people permission to shine themselves. And they, they want to be around that, you know. So think more about being the best you you can be and less about why don't people like me. And look, the world is full of people that love you and pull for you and want to, and want to help you. So learn how to accept that. And then the final part we were talking about, as you were saying, the, the, the happiness part of it. As we, as we mature, as we get most of our human needs met in our lives and in our career, like certainty and, you know, I want to have some, uh, some variety. I want love and connection. You know, I want significance. Uh, there are two that are really more spiritual uh, human needs, and that is growth. We have a need to grow so that we don't stagnate. We don't feel like we're not going anywhere or making anything happen. And the other is contribution. How do I, 
how do I matter in this world? How do I give back in this world? And so those are the, when you are in a position that you feel <clears throat> that you can control your response and then you can, you're growing and you're giving back, that's as, that's as good as it, you know, as, as I see, right? That's, that's as happy as you can be. I think, I think sometimes we have unrealistic expectations uh, as well. You know, that happiness is going to be like all of a sudden roses are going to fall from the sky and it's never going to rain and there's never going to be any problems or issues. And that could be that that's not reality. So being happy is knowing who you are, doing what makes you happy, having some some growth, stretching a little bit, learning, doing, helping others, contributing, giving back. When you're when you're at that point in your life or what you do fulfills you in that way, that I would say that that is happiness for most of us. So brother, I don't know if that fits with you guys and your definition. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's great insight that's just amazing so our dear listeners if you want to you must work with Dan now go to his website spyforges.com you can find link in the description to this episode uh, this is great insight and thank you for helping our listeners and other people your clients to start living this new level of life um, this is my pleasure I hope I help somebody you know you this has been, I can't help it. I have, I have to interrupt you. You're humble and so on, but this has been a great podcast. And by listeners, I hope they replay this countless times to get in touch with you because you have insights spoken in a way that's easier for people to grasp and change their lives, my friend. All right, well, thank you so much. I'm honored for you to say that. It's been a privilege to meet you guys. I'm sending you, you know, safety, safe thoughts. So you take care of yourselves, and uh, and I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Well, we're going to make sure we get your hermetically sealed taco <laughs> from Mexico. <okay? laughs> Give me a real one, man. I like it spicy. I like it spicy. <laughs> great. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. This is Motivational Monday by, by Jim, Jim and Lucy. Follow our podcast. And check out our website, jimandlucywoods.com.